I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome to the Illenials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. <laughs> Not Marcus. What was that? Wait, Marcus. What? You didn't say it. I, I, oh, you, you had me laughing too hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> but what are you, Marcus? We have to know. Oh, I'm the voice that makes you moist. Yes. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Oh, man, I, I could have missed an episode without yeah. saying that. Christ. I came in too high energy. I'm sorry. I flew off the rhythm. It's all right. It's all um, good. So how you yeah, been, boys? So I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, another week, yeah. I'm still living. Still alive, you know, fighting capitalism every day. Exactly. Um, yeah, very very passive to... resistance, but yes. Eh. What do you mean? I steal from places that, uh... <laughs> Hell yes, direct action. Uh, you know what? I steal, I free prisoners, uh, you all got yeah, stuff. <laughs> this regular anti-capitalist stuff. He exposes himself to cops, you know, he does all the things he goes to fight capital. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I fire cops who want to suck my dick, and then I call them gay, yeah, and they, look, they get embarrassed. You guys see that video Fools. of the guy pulled over? And a truck, and the, it has a, like a, like a lettering in the back window when it says, uh, cops suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like, why did they pull them over? And somebody else responded, probably to suck his dick. Probably to suck some of that sweet old dick. <laughs> He's got us boys, let's get him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we came in, we're doing, we came in on a high energy intro, and I want to, I want to read you guys a high energy Google overview. Okay. You want to hear this? Sure. So oh, there's hear. a town in Georgia, you know, we're all familiar with that state, mm-hmm. uh, called Hoshton. Hoshton. Um, however you want to say it. I don't think any of, any of us have heard of this place. I've heard Hoshton. Okay, so Hoshton. Uh, it's a city in Jackson County, Georgia. This is the official Google overview. Uh, it's a city in Jackson County, Georgia, United States. The population was 1,377 at the 2010 census. As of 2016, the estimated population was 1,495. The mayor, Teresa Kennerly, is a racist. <laughs> just, just some hot facts. Well, do you know say, <laughs> that's amazing. Do you know what precipitated this? No. No. Um, so there's a new story uh, that happened today uh, where she apparently declined to hire a new worker for the city because he is black. And Hoshton is not a not a black town, in her words. And he wouldn't be a good fit. Wow. I love how this lady is still living in a world where there are black towns and not black towns. Yeah, man. It's wild out here. Well, let's think about it. Like Atlanta is just ringed by these white refuge areas. That's true. But even those, even those are diversifying. Well, Councilman Jim Cleveland of Hoshton, Georgia, disagrees. Here's what he had to say. Uh, he said that Hoshton is a predominantly white community, not in accord with urban sensibilities about race. So that means they have a... Is he just trying to say they have a free pass to be racist? Um, he went on to say, I'm a Christian, and my Christian beliefs are you don't do interracial marriage. That's His the way, Christian beliefs. Yes, yes. That's the way I was brought up, and that's the way I believe. He said, I have black friends. I hire no, black people. No, you don't. But when it comes to all this stuff you see on TV, when you see blacks and whites together, it makes my blood boil. Because that's just not the way a Christian is supposed to live. 
what kind of Christianity is he practicing? <laughs> oh, there. Oh, don't worry. There's a Christianity is this amazing religion because you can you can just say whatever you want, anything you want, and say it's because it's in the Bible or because you're Christian, and enough people won't do the research or care enough to tell you you're wrong, and you can just get away with it. Oh, That's why Christians can support Donald Trump, even though if you were to strictly read the Bible, he does a bunch of shit that the Bible and that Jesus would never condone. But they can I'm pretty sure that. you don't need to read the Bible to understand that Donald Trump has no idea or care what Christianity is. That's very now. true. Very true. Um, <laughs> it's just funny to me that there's people out there who literally think that like, if Jesus Christ were to once again walk on earth, he would meet Donald Trump and find no problems. <laughs> There's people who actually believe that. It's, it's just really fucking weird. Oh, it's, it's, it's terrifying. I, I think we need to, We have to, as a society, ban the phrase, I have black friends, as a defense for not being racist. Oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> because having black friends doesn't make you special. Black people are just people. You could have any Thank kind you. of friends. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make you special. It doesn't make your racism any less bad. Oh Can we also God. ban the whole, like, I have Native American uh, blood phrase? Oh, the, uh, oh man. The, the classic defense of um, 148th Chippewa, so <laughs> I could be offended by things. Or I can say it's not offensive. Yeah, that's the, that's the oh, even worse oh. thing. That's my favorite thing on the internet is when people like it, this is it's not I can't there's like a certain subreddit that does it but there's like people who will go on the internet and they'll comment like somebody will say the n word and they'll be like, you can't say that and somebody like well he's this guy will be, oh I'm a black guy and I don't think the n word is offensive at all and then someone will literally just look through their post history and find out they're a fucking white guy from fucking Cleveland and it's like no you're not a black guy what what are you talking about. <laughs> Pretending to be black on the internet to win arguments. Exactly. Uh, they don't even try to dolezal themselves. They just they just do the least amount of effort. Dude, I once saw a mod on something awful literally challenge people to a paper bag test. What is a paper What's bag that? test? It's like, are you darker than a paper bag? And he made people post pictures of their arm next to a paper bag. Wow. <laughs> Wait, darker than a paper bag? You never heard that before? Not it's like an old-timey racist thing, or it was like, if you're darker than a paper bag, you are black, or whatever. Wow. That's wow. funny, because I know a lot of black people who are lighter than paper bags. Yeah, there's some very light black people. But it's almost like race yeah. is fake and we made it up. Exactly. It's Whoa. almost like it doesn't matter at all, and it doesn't actually affect our... But speaking of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ... Yes, I saw... please. <laughs> when are we going to finally turn this into a Christian podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, praise, praise me! I saw a great uh, Jesus meme today. I'm gonna send it to you guys because it's. I want to hear your reaction oh, please, to it real quick. Please be Republican Jesus. Oh, we've got Jesus sitting here with what kind of gun is it's that? A Winchester about? lever action. With a Winchester lever action, the sun just glistening off his hair and shoulder. And the caption reads, If guns had existed when I lived, this is Jesus, by the way, I'd still be alive. <laughs> Although, this, uh, once again, this is, <sighs> this is completely satire. I hope, I hope it's Seth, satire. come on. <laughs> um, I hope this is satire. Uh, but if it's, uh, it's, it's, it might not be. But I do love, this also gives me the image of like Jesus on the cross and then just. They're all. They all just have guns. They just shoot fucking holes into his body, <laughs> and that's and that's the crucified picture. It's not. It's not the glamorous thing. There's just. He just looks like fucking. What? Was isn't it Eli Roth that kills Hitler at the end of Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, it just fills Hitler. He just fills his fucking face full of holes. <laughs> that's what it looked like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just compared Jesus to Hitler. You must. I, I didn't mean it in that specific. Way. Seth is canceled. I'm sorry. You could have said that. You could have said he looked like John Martian at the end of Red Dead Redemption or something. He looks like uh, some 
Swiss cheese. Is that the one that has holes in it? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, I'll go with that. Swiss cheese. Not the that guy, I want to imply that Jesus is Swiss. You could have been the guy at the end of Platoon who literally puts his arms out in a Christ-like pose and gets, like, blasted to death. Splatoon? Yeah. Platoon, you... Mar- yeah. What the oh. fuck are you talking oh, about? I said Splatoon. You, like, from you haven't gotten to the real ending of Splatoon? Oh, it gets wild. <laughs> it, it gets wild in there. It's like, are they squids? Are they kids? Who knows? Indeed. But the yeah, t- question um, for our time. I guess I need to up my movie references. I only really, only really know Inglorious Bastards. So uh, it's the only I'm films I've ever seen. <laughs> I've only ever seen Inglorious Bastards and Herbie Fully Loaded. So I don't, I don't really know much else. Um. So it's been uh, kind of a I don't know slow week in my opinion for for news or whatnot. Yeah. But I'll I was say, curious to what y'all had seen. Yeah, I'll say uh, some pretty pretty tragic news around where I live. Um, uh, University of North Carolina Charlotte had a shooting on campus the last day of classes. Um, it left three people dead. One person um, was injured, and then or three people were injured, and then there were also like people who were traumatized by the event. And so that always sucks to hear about a shooting and. You know, it once again is going to spark our country to talk about gun control, whereas maybe we could talk, maybe there might be other problems that lead to shootings that the news doesn't want to talk about, such as capitalism. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on in my neck of the woods. Just a lot of, you know, memorials and uh, one kid actually like stopped the shooter. He like tackled him, but he got killed in the process. So he's having like a big memorial thing going on right now. So it's uh. Yeah, it's kind of somber around here right now. Yeah, it sucks, but that's yeah, only North Carolina news I can think of right now. Marcus, anything happening up there in uh, mid-North Georgia? <laughs> Mid-North Georgia? Hmm. Oh, my favorite you peek region. peek out the window real quick. Um, <laughs> Everything's on fire. <laughs> it actually is, and I, that's not interesting at all. <laughs> that's just every day for you. Yeah, man, yeah. wake up, see the flames, go to work. Well, you know what? I got something to talk about, boys. I got a thing. Um, this is from the Financial Times. Um, oh, my favorite. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> a bullshit uh, place that we don't like. But this is about a guy whose name is, uh, oh, God, um, Milken or something like that. That's a, that's a great white person name, Milken. <laughs> Milken. It's just perfect. Um, but he basically was talking about, um, uh, sorry, this is this is at his uh, conference or whatever. Uh, he's talking about like Margaret Thatcher and stuff. But uh, we're talking about CEO hedge fund um, of Citadel, uh, Ken Griffin, who recently bought a NYC penthouse for $238 million. Mm. Wow. The most expensive home in America. Okay. He okay. said that younger people are being drawn to socialism because they don't know history. Oh, really now? Hmm. I beg, I beg to uh, differ on this one. Oh, me too. Yeah, Absolutely. I, think, I think the reason that we're being drawn to socialism, or you know what, let's not even put, let's put. I think socialism is a broad label to put on it. There's a lot of things out there in the leftist community. Let's just say anti-capitalism. The reason we're being drawn to anti-capitalism is because uh, there's a bunch of us out here who, if we were to combine all of our resources together, we couldn't afford a $238 million penthouse. And Mm. there's more of us than there are of them, and we just see maybe there's an imbalance. And um, maybe um, people. every time people talk about socialism, I love that one of the, the main... Um, marks against anti-capitalism, socialism, is that, oh, but then society would be too ideal. And it's like, the fuck? Like, you do realize we invented society not being ideal. There's no reason that society couldn't be ideal, or at least to the most ideal way possible for all people to have a nice life. Like, I I love that that argument. Oh, that's too idealistic. Too ideal. What does that mean? Oh, my God. It says uh, right here, 
that he saw a poll, which I've seen it before, that says uh, 44% of millennials say they would prefer to live in a socialist country. Um, he says that you know the Soviet Union collapsed, so obviously that means socialism is dead, can't ever can't ever work. But he has this incredibly, in my opinion, insightful uh, passage right here. Listen to this, guys. He says, if you look at the right wing and the left wing, what's really coming is class warfare, he warned. Throughout yes. centuries, what we've seen when the masses think the elites have too much, one of two things happen. Legislation to prevent the, the, to redistribute the wealth or revolution to redistribute, uh, redistribute poverty. Those are the two choices historically debating it back and forth, saying no is capitalism, no is socialism, is what creates revolution. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, uh, good news, buddy. We're coming for you. Yeah, I mean, he is right. <laughs> there is some uh, class warfare, and um, yes, there will, there can be. There are, there are a couple ways this can go, and uh, the one that it seems to be trending towards is violent revolution in the streets. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope that you bought a good security system for that two hundred thirty-eight million dollar apartment. God, you know he did. Because we're coming. <laughs> But I like how he says legislation to redistribute the wealth or revolution to redistribute poverty. He's basically yeah, saying that was revolution a weird is choice bad. of words. Yeah. He um, was like, if you revolt, then everyone will be in a bad situation. Yeah. If, instead, of, instead of, hey, just us, we're going to get rich and be, you know, have, live in the high life, you don't want to rock the boat? Let us keep being rich <laughs> and you be poor and have nothing because if you rock the boat, I might get poor too. Yeah, but the thing, I, but the thing is, I think we're misquoting him because he's not actually talking about like redistributing poverty, like money. He's realizing that he, we're going to redistribute poverty because he he is going to have a lot less blood than he has now. <laughs> he's going to be poor in the amount of overall blood in his body. That is true. That's what he's really oh, scared man. of. We're going to sever his spinal cord, and, uh, yeah. and that'll be real problematic for him. Yeah, and guess what, buddy? We're going to be pumping ourselves with extra blood. We're, we're going to be <laughs> busting at the seams of blood when we come to you. Hulking out with your yeah. blood, bro. <laughs> Go on the bad guy at the end of Blade. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to be fucking bags of blood bouncing for you. Oh, but here's a great way the story ends. It's so good. It says... Um, but another financial services executive who donated to Hillary Clinton's U.S. presidential campaign in 2016 told the Financial Times, quote, I'd pay 5% more in tax to, re- to make the world a slightly less scary place. Oh, how sweet. Which, I mean, hey, uh, that's a very cowardly but in-character act. <laughs> that's true. At least they're willing to pay more in taxes. That's, that's something the, the, the right isn't willing to do, so... Oh yeah, real quick, do y'all want to hear about Ken Griffin's other homes? Other? Please. Wait, wait, wait. Please. He has more than just a $200 million home? He has a renovated townhouse in London right near Buckingham Palace for $122 million. Uh, <sighs> Chicago, top four floors of a building, five fifty-eight million million. Oh, the, <laughs> the cheap one. Miami oh, condo, $60 million. And Palm Beach, a home and surrounding property, $250 million. Christ. He has, so, and, and he is a hedge fund CEO. And I, I love that he's a hedge fund CEO because hedge fund CEO is a job that you can just say in like movies and TV to mean, oh, they money. <laughs> because no one, no one in the fucking world knows what a hedge fund is just by hearing the words hedge fund. Nope. Most people don't even fucking look it up. One of those people is me. Because I realize it's probably just going to be a, a bunch of words that mean a way to make rich people richer and poor people poorer. And I don't need that right now. Oh yeah. Well, none of us need that shit. Pretty much. I agree. But yeah. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of those jobs you can just throw out that's just like Oh, it just means you have so much money, and you just fuck people out of having money, and you have like a really nice life, but you get to complain about how busy you are because you're always like do you like doing the meetings and everything. It's like fuck you, like a uh, magnate. Yeah, magnate. Political like operator. A, like, a magnate, dude. Like Warren Buffett is a real estate magnate, which means he just bought a bunch of property and then just sits on it and charges people to live there. 
yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying like magnet. I, was like, I thought you were saying magnet weird. <laughs> oh, no. We're saying well, they are a magnet of sorts. They just attract money for doing nothing. Oh, man. A bunch of people in this country bought property back when property didn't cost a whole lot. And now they own everything. And there's nothing you can do about it because now that property costs a lot. Mm. Fucking A. The 99% could put all of our money together and still not buy any of the property that Warren Buffett owns. Yeah, like eight people now own more wealth than the bottom 50% of humanity. Yeah. Mm. Christ. Which isn't me. Of course, that's like three and a half billion people. Yeah. Um, I think we should have stopped Jeff Bezos before he got traded Krav Maga. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, obviously he still can't stop like a bullet or a guillotine, but like it would be a lot easier to take it when he was just some scrawny nerd. <laughs> before he started eating human growth hormone just every day for breakfast. Yeah, he like has the same fucking diet as The Rock. <laughs> and he's like preparing for, I, I, I guess he's preparing to actually fight. In the the class war, maybe, maybe he's probably at, maybe he actually wants to fight. If that's if that's cool, more power to him. I'm gonna go it's gonna and, be Bezos and all his fucking robots <laughs> versus us. I'm gonna go ahead and say right here on this podcast, like a declaration: any member of this podcast could beat Jeff Bezos right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Bring it, Bezos. Barefoot, wow. wearing gym shorts and a t-shirt, I could beat Jeff Bezos right now. Yes. Man, I can beat Jeff Bezos naked how I usually do my fighting. <laughs> well, if he saw you yes. naked, Marcus, he'd probably be very intimidated. Yeah. And would right. be unable to, to defend himself very well. And I can win a dunk <laughs> contest against Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I challenge him openly on this podcast to dunk against me. Lucky <laughs> well, you, he probably listens to the podcast. That's, yeah. It's probably true. He must have a lot of time on his hands. Very true. It will, it, will be, it will make more sense if I knew who that person was. That's the Greek guy, right? Greek freak. He has the biggest wingspan or something like that? He's a very, he's a very yes. large he's like seven His feet tall. His wings are gorgeous. My God. Yeah, he's like seven feet tall. Marcus wouldn't like him. Um, <laughs> but he's very, very good at, at basketball. So. Marcus's obsession with people taller than him always reminds me of this of the anecdote that Jesse uh, what's his name? Is it Jesse Ventura? I- Eisenberg. Oh. No. Uh, Jesse Ventura <laughs> told about Predator where he went into the casting, or not the casting, like the wardrobe department, and he saw that uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, sleeves were 22 inches and his were 24 inches. And he said and that made me feel real damn it proud. <laughs> and if there's one person who I think we should just all love and cherish, it's Jesse Ventura. That the I think he's done nothing problematic in his whole life, and we should love and cherish him forever. As a was he a senator? Or governor. Was he a governor. Governor Jesse Ventura. He had to have been governor because senators can do way more damage than governors. That's true. He kind of just got to say a bunch. Of, he was kind of like he's kind of like what we should have done with Donald Trump. Just let him be like a governor of something and just say all this crazy shit and then he won't be after some time. Because that's what happened to Jesse and he's, he's turned out alright, I guess. I wouldn't know. He now does a, a radio show for Russia Today. Damn. that Whoa. That's a big step up for him. Um, but speaking of Donald Trump, our big wet president, I have uh, a quick line out of here y'all might want to hear about. Alright. Uh, Nancy Pelosi warns Democrats to stay in the center or Trump will contest the 2020 results. Stay in the center. What do they, like, how, how do they do that? How do they, what does she mean by stay in the center? What, what, what is their game plan? Essentially, they want to uh, put someone up, <coughs> Joe Biden, who will have <laughs> right-wing policies, who will appeal to moderates and Republicans, who will, you know, of course, draw in all the millions and millions of never-Trump Republicans out there, all those <laughs> legions of silent Republicans who don't want Trump to uh, be president. And they'll flock to Joe Biden and vote for him, and that'll be that'll be such a huge blowout victory for the Democrats that Donald Trump won't be able to say anything about it. I mean, that's an interesting plan, but but how about this? But what if I mean, I'm just saying? So what what is going to happen if, in her mind? What's going to happen if Bernie Sanders were to get the nomination and win? I mean, 
interesting question. What do you think would happen in that, in that situation? Well, I mean, by her logic, Trump is going to be like, nope, I'm vetoing your presidency. I don't, I don't understand what she's saying. They're afraid of a narrow margin, and Trump could say, oh, there was election interference or something like that, or they rigged it against me in these few places and say, well, I should still be president and just not leave the office. I mean, Al Gore tried that. <laughs> Wait, what? Al Gore tried. I mean, he wasn't president, but he tried to be like, hey, <laughs> you know, I want the popular vote. To Which be Donald fair, Trump, yeah, Donald Trump could have. Donald Trump definitely could have won the popular vote if he wanted to, obviously. To be fair, Al Gore should have been president in 2000. Yeah, Al Gore was. Al Gore is the most famously being fucked out of the presidency of all time. Like the Supreme Court yeah. fucked him, and we don't talk about it at all. But like he was legitimately stripped of a job that he sh- literally earned. And that, that guys is just an inconvenient truth, man. Okay. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> Bleating this file. I regret nothing. Uh, but yeah. People want to trace back like the the evolution of America to 2016. Oh no, it happens in the year 2000. Oh yeah, that's mm. it's happened happened so long ago that we don't even and we, we joke about it now. It's like oh yeah, he won the popular oh hanging chads all this stuff. And it's like, I mean, does no one care? Does no one does? does why have a popular vote if we're going to be in the system we're in now? What popular vote means actually nothing. What is even the point? The people have never picked the president since probably George Washington. And, and even, even then, only a couple people picked him. Yeah. It was like five people. Um, well, Seth, there's an interesting thing I saw about today from, I believe, uh, Ezra Levine. Um, by 2040, um, America is projected to, like, half of Americans will live in just eight states. Which means that half the population will have 16 senators, and the rest of the country will have 84 senators. So I'm going to guess that's going to be, like, California, Texas, New York, um, You're, you're on it. Washington, all those kinds of places, the Washington. basically blue states. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we have to, we need we do need to redistribute representation because you know we're starting to reach levels of like some Asian countries where like some cities have you know mil- like almost billions in population. Uh, we're per our capacity, we're going to be reaching very soon where you know there's a lot. The percentage of people who live in certain places is going to be astronomical, and yeah, maybe there should be some more representation in those places, but. Ooh, have fun getting that through. And then also abolish the uh, Electoral College. That's my and, side And note. the Senate. Yeah, and the Senate. Um, and the government. <laughs> <laughs> We're an anarchist podcast now. What's up? Yeah. Wouldn't it be so great if nice. the, the government <laughs> abolished themselves? Like, there's a bill that was like being proposed, and a majority of them voted for, yeah, I don't think we should exist anymore. <laughs> Yeah, just fuck all of this. Yeah, I don't want my job anymore. <laughs> you know none of them is going to do that, ever. Yeah. I've always thought that also, a great... Oh, go ahead. Uh, go, you go ahead. I've always thought that a great move for a president would be to get into office and immediately be like, all right, fuckers, listen up. I'm abolishing the Electoral College. I'm abolishing the Senate. I'm abolishing the presidency. And I'm also going to, like, t- change it so that Congress is, like, per- every 10,000 people gets one representative. Bye! <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to say I am the Senate Nope And then um, if it was me I would kill myself On live television yeah. <laughs> Be like Do your state of the union And then just fucking Paint the, the Oval Office With your brain Just look at the Secret Service guy And say Sir give me your gun Thank you yeah. Goodbye America <laughs> Bam And just Really seal the deal No You have two Secret Service guys You ask one for their gun You point it to your head You tell the other one To kill you and you're like, if you don't kill me, I'll do it. <laughs> and watch the dilemma on that man's face as then you then blow your own brains out. Oh, uh, man. With a smile of what's left on his face. Are the Secret Service guys, like, are they sworn to protect the president even against suicide? I mean, probably. I don't know how that works. 
That's a good question, Seth. I never thought about that before. Yeah, I don't know. If the like, president doesn't want to live, what like, if they actually trying to kill themselves? Do they have to like stop it or something? If the president doesn't want to live, you got, how are you going to infringe on his his right yeah. to be happy? Huh? <laughs> I'm just trying to picture Trump like getting to a point where he wants to kill himself, and he's like, "I want to jump. I'll do it." He's on the second floor of the White House. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a 15 foot drop to the ground. Okay. I'm gonna do it. I mean, that might hurt him. He does zero. Yeah, that might us. actually kill him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he is probably a big old bag of jello. If you think about yeah, it, his, his his bones cannot be very strong at this point. <laughs> oh, oh, damn! Wait, hold on. That's what. Damn it! That's what his wife said. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Which part? <laughs> his bones aren't that green. <laughs> Marcus I was is like I was scramble to get the joke in. I was I was searching my brain for her name and I could not find it's it. Melania. Yeah. There you go. Oh my god. Um, Damn it. Oh, also, uh, all politicians should be paid minimum wage. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, there's actually an interesting story about that this week, Seth. I, I think I know what you're about to bring up. Tell me about really? it. Hey, so we all know yeah. our boy Lee Carter, right? In yep. Virginia. Red-headed uh, socialist, former troop, uh, unseated the longest-running Republican in the state house back in yes. 2016 or 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, he just posted that uh, because the pay for house reps in Virginia is so low, uh, he was paid seventeen thousand dollars a year. Um, he has started using Uber um, to make extra money on the side. Um, and there's a strike of Uber and Lyft drivers happening on Wednesday, so he was tweeting to tell everyone not to take Uber and Lyft on those days on that on that day. Mm. Oh wow. Um, nice. I can't seem to find it anymore. But I was in a reference. There's some guy running for something somewhere. It doesn't matter anymore. Who his big platform is? He wants to lower minimum wage. Joey Salas. Yes, Joey Salads. Oh, Mr. Salads. Because he thinks that it's too too much of a hindrance on starting a new business. Wait, Marcus, do you know who Joey Salads is? I don't, but that's that's an interesting name. It's hard to forget now. <laughs> What's his YouTube name? Really? That's right, he's a YouTuber. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> and if he, he, he is not running for Congress yet, but he is planning to... And people are already posting the one thing that will keep him from ever becoming a congressman, which is a picture of him wearing a Nazi armband, talking to people on the street. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. And he's like, (laughs) oh, it was a social experiment. I was just seeing people would react. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you socially experiment with not breathing anymore, my dude? <laughs> um, he said if he was president, he would make Keemstar the uh, secretary of the or press secretary. Oh wow. my god! And Logan Paul, the secretary of health. Yeah, he can't. He can't ever do anything. Oh no! I, of oh any my god! This guy can't even meme right. Logan Paul would be uh, secretary of international affairs. <laughs> yes. What are you fucking talking about? You Christ! Idiot. <laughs> Ambassador to Japan. Yeah, Jeffrey <laughs> Salads. You're fucking up, man. Oh man! Oh man! Oh. But speaking of people who just have ridiculous aspirations per their mental capacity, uh, the the Yang Gang has a new a new call to action. Um. So his name's Alan Yang, right? Andrew. No, Alan Alan Yang is the cool guy, the guy who does Master of None. Yeah. Um, Andrew Yang. Uh, we've talked about it before. The man whose uh, whole idea is just to give everybody a thousand dollars and tell them to shut the fuck up. He, he, I gotta say, his fans are pretty wild because he has, he's kept on his vow that he wants to be the first president to use PowerPoint in the State of the Union, which I didn't know was a big issue, but then his crowd erupts into screaming, PowerPoint, PowerPoint, PowerPoint. (laughs) How many pocket protectors do you think are in that crowd? Oh, uh-huh. an insane amount. <laughs> Probably more than there were pockets. To How be many honest. solar calculators were out there? Christ. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, I mean, no offense to Andrew Yang, but you suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who, I did not know that PowerPoint was a hot button issue for the State of the Union. 
Can you imagine getting jazzed mm -hmm. up over like computer applications being used in government? Excel, Excel, Excel. It reminds me of that really old Steve Ballmer clip where he's like <laughs> trying to developers, developers, <laughs> develop, and he's just like sweaty and screaming to a crowd who doesn't give a fuck about screaming back at him. He screams the word developers like forty times straight. Yeah, he, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's persistent. Just... He never gave the fuck up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he's so shiny in the process. Yeah, Steve Ballmer has joined the, the likes of, like, Mark Cuban as, like, these guys who are, like, basically, like, nerds and outcasts that no one actually liked a long time ago. But now they became rich, so they bought sports teams, so everyone has to, like, pretend they're cool. Because Steve Ballmer owns the L.A. Clippers and Mark Cuban owns the Dallas Mavericks. And they just do it because I guess I honestly think these guys do it just because they want to try and seem cool to the people who made fun of them when they were like five. I thought Donald Sterling owned the uh, Clippers. No, he, he, he had to relinquish control after all that shit happened. That's right, yeah. And then the Steve racism. Ballmer bought the team. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Donald Sterling... Uh, just a f fucking insane case of... I mean, NBA ownership is already a pretty wild landscape, but Donald Sterling really set the bar of how wild you could be. Or, I guess he set the, the, the minimum. Or maximum, depending how you see it. So, Seth Wills, have you heard about uh, Andrew Yang recently? Okay. Um, nothing. I, I just, I honestly didn't even know the guy existed until I saw a meme where he's like, oh, Yang Gang, and, like, they put, Yang like, gang. blunt smoking videos in there and, like, sunglasses, because I'm sure he's never uh, used a, a blunt or put on sunglasses before. Um, <laughs> well, do you know his yeah. plan for weed? Uh, what, what to tax, smoke it? Tax it? He wants to legalize weed. Yes. And then he wants to release every single prisoner who is ever who is locked up for weed on okay. 420 2021 so he can high five them as they leave the prison, which means he would make them wait 3 extra months to be released for his fucking joke. Wow. Well, hey, I will say this. Is that dumb? Absolutely. Is it <laughs> Way better than the proposal that anybody else has come up with for what to do with people who are incarcerated for dumb gr drug crimes? Yes. I mean, I'll give him that, but I'm just Is like, that sad? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> just do it as soon as you're in office, man. Come on. You don't have to wait for the fucking... Don't do it for the vine. <laughs> He's I mean, going to do it. <laughs> if you want, if you really want that, just like have on that day or on like the next week, have have a rally... For all the people who are freed, and you can high five them all there. There you go. Or even better, high five and just a brick of weed. There you go. Boom. Yeah, the high five. <laughs> the <laughs> the high five. Yes, Marcus. <laughs> That's right. Same Marcus. <laughs> I have a question for you two, I, by the way, since you guys are more connected to the world than I am in this situation. Uh, is TikTok the new Vine? Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah. So TikTok started out. It it, it was originally an app called Musically which is where you could, like, find a song and then you could, like, dub your... or sync your lips with the music and look like you were singing the song. You could do kind of creative, like, video effects and stuff and, like, transitions and make it look nice. And then, unexpectedly, at least for people I know who used the app, one day it was just called TikTok instead. And now... Tick and then, at first, TikTok was the same thing. It was just exactly what Musical.ly was. But since then, they've just... It's like now you'll just see a video on the internet that's just any random video, like funny or just anything, and it'll be recorded with TikTok for whatever reason. And so, yeah, people are kind of using it the way they would use Vine since, uh, since I guess V2 never even happened. Yeah, and with TikTok, you get like a, like a tandem video thing. So if someone makes a video, you can make a video kind of like linked to their video, and it can, it can be funny. It can be. Yeah, I didn't me. even know about that. So, see, Marcus is, Marcus is really yeah. up on the TikTok news. No, they're just all over YouTube now, and YouTubers are talking about it and stuff. Oh, yeah, you're a YouTube correspondent. Oh, sweet. Anime and YouTube. Actually, I gotta put this on my resume. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. One day when 
Smith is sleeping on the job. We're going to do our Sword Art Online podcast. Oh, baby. And he's never going to see it coming. Oh, yeah. I have a shameful admission to make to you two right now. Uh-oh. I was looking over, um, I guess, like, stuff to, like, I, I, I mean, okay, you know how you have, like, a, a queue of things to watch on, on a lot of these, like, uh, video apps? Yes. And you never watch any yeah. of that shit. You just add stuff to it and forget about it. Exactly. My queue is stuff mm-hmm. that I would love to watch, but I would just never do it. <laughs> I recently saw uh, an anime that was titled Sword Art Online 2. Ooh. And I added it to my queue. <laughs> Wait, you at so you're never gonna watch it? I mean, yeah, but the fact that I even did it is is terrifying to me. Have you seen Sword Art Online One? <laughs> I quit halfway through. Okay, I quit like on the almost the last episode. I probably should have kept going just just to complete it. Yeah, at least finish the um, first one. But I'll do I'll do that whenever this guy goes to sleep. As soon as there was a man <laughs> literally licking his lips at the concept of consummating his marriage to a, a, a woman in a coma, I was like, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Unplug the router. Go in the woods, kill myself. <laughs> Dude, why are you so Whoa. cheesed? It's animated. It's not real. Why do you care so much? It's just a bunch uh, of fucking pencil shavings on a piece of paper. And it's funny because it gets it only gets worse <laughs> as it goes on. Yeah, Sword Art goes to some weird places from um, what I've heard from every person oh, who's ever watched man. it. Um, but we're not doing our Sword Art Online podcast just yet. So right. I'll, I'll, I'll save it. I'll hold it inside. Yes. Um... There's this image that's been circulating. You, you talked about um, Uber and Lyft earlier. And there's this image that's been circulating for a couple of weeks now. Um, the, it's, just a, it's just a simple image from inside of I mean, either an Uber or a Lyft, probably both. Um, it says, it's uh, taped to the window, and it says, Sorry for not speaking good English. I'm a father of six kids. Um, if my rating goes below 4.5 stars, I will lose my job. So please give me five stars. Um, and then the Snapchat hashtag gig economy. And yeah, it's uh, kind of disgusting and kind of goes to show you that there are a lot of people in this world who uh, are living off of these this pittance that you get from these gig economy jobs and are suffering for it and are doing the best they can. Like they, they can't even really speak English that well. They don't even have time to learn English because they're doing this, and they still have to try to support everybody in their family from just driving all day. Mm. Damn. What's What's really shitty about this is it. It fucking reminds me of. Have you guys seen Black Mirror? Yes. No, not ever. Oh what? So, for people who haven't seen Black Mirror, it's basically a show that talks about the dark side of technology and how it'll affect us and stuff. One of their episodes was basically about, I'm just going to basically call it Facebook. And when you interact with people in the world, in, in real life, they'll rate you on this Facebook thing. Oh, yes. The Meow Meow Beans episode. <laughs> yes. And basically this lady, you know, she's got five stars. She's in the upper echelon. But she has, like, one little F up. And her score goes down to, like, four stars. You know, not too bad. But you see, like, that one little crack in, like, the facade of her life is just driving it to the bottom. And it's it's shit. And it's terrible. And... I mean, the show's really good. Watch Black Mirror. But, yeah, it's it's really fucked up that we're actually coming around to that. I know this is just the, a vehicle service, but like this picture says, his, his job is depending on those 4.5 stars. I want to do a quick game real quick. Um, Smith. You've mm. seen this episode of Black Mirror he's referring to, right? Yes, I have. I was joking earlier. I've seen all the what? Black Mirror. I don't know. I know you have. <laughs> What is the name of the actress that plays the main character? Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say Jessica Chastain because you did the, you messed up on that before. I know. I researched it and I remember next time. <laughs> I thought I was for this the entire time moment. I was sporing that it was fucking Jessica Chastain. I was so sure you were going to say Jessica Chastain. 
Um, I almost said it too, by the way. When you asked me, the first yeah. pulse I had was Jessica Chastain. I was like, wait, no. <laughs> Seth got you the little before. But yeah, and um, what you're talking about is a, bi- a big part of this is that not only do they have these people make almost no money driving all day, but we are tying, li- the, the app is literally tying their value to the ratings people give them. And so if it drops below a certain threshold, then you just don't have a job anymore. Which is already kind of, it's almost like what we talked about, like what happened to you at Amazon. Oh yeah. It's the same thing. At they least I didn't get a, fired They gave you a number Thank that God. related to how efficient they thought you were at working, and if you once you fell below a certain number, they got rid of you. And that's that's yeah. obviously fucked up too. But the, I mean, the the deeper the deeper issue here is that people are having to rely on this gig economy thing. I mean, in a in a perfect world, the only thing the gig economy should exist. You know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. The gig economy shouldn't exist. Um, yes. The this as useful as stuff like Uber and Lyft is, it would be much more useful if we just had more reliable public transportation, cleaner public transportation, and um, you know less less overall stress on people to be places, you know, like to, to be cutting on the edge of time to get to places. Um, so, yeah, this, it's a really sad image, and you can tell it's coming from a person who's probably a, a recent immigrant to America or somebody who's just having a hard time, and they don't even get a second to breathe and to probably even have, you know, some quality time with this family they're trying to support because they're too busy out here um, doing the gigs, and it's uh, pretty disgusting. Yeah, it's uh, just a real like the whole the whole thing about Uber is Uber. If you wanted a, a perfect argument about why capitalism is a terrible system to distribute resources, Uber and the gig economy jobs are the perfect illustration of that. Because Uber has never, for one single second, ever made money. It has constantly lost money every single day, every single quarter. It loses money in larger and larger amounts because their whole goal was to lose money constantly to drive the taxis out of business. And then, once they're the only game in town, they could jump up the prices and they could then start to make money off of that. But it turns out, you can't do the second part of the, of the fucking equation because people won't pay those fares. And so now, the only hope that Uber and Lyft and other companies like them have is the self-driving car. And every computer algorithm uh, automation person I've ever looked, I've ever read anything by, who is actually serious about their work, says that is very far in the future before cars will be an acceptable level of safe to drive themselves. So Uber is throwing away billions of dollars every quarter, every year, on a project that is doomed to fail and will not work. And for what? Yeah. What is that money going to? What, why Why are we wasting all that on this useless idea? Yeah, and the thing is, and but the thing that makes it look so good to capitalism is that their value goes up. Every time people use Uber, and people talk, the fact that we talk about Uber, and Uber has become, you know, Uber and Lyft have become words like Google. It's like, oh, I'm going to take an Uber. I'm going to take a Lyft. I'm going to do this. Their value keeps going up. And but the thing is about all all these fucking internet companies that we use every day is that none of them ever make any money and they all are relying on this weird capitalist faith in the value of everything. They could all fall at any moment because they don't actually provide anything. Only stuff like like Google makes money now, Amazon makes money now, the rest of them don't make any money. Yeah, it's it's an inefficient distribution of resources. It could be used for something better than what it, than what it is, and you see all these people who are talking about like, oh, we got the Uber bus or whatever, and it's like, oh, you just reinvented the fucking public bus again. Yeah. You mean a damn bus? <laughs> What's it called? I've like said Uber it once. shuttle or something? Yeah, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Public transportation could be better because I think that for every person there should be a bus. <laughs> 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 Every one person gets a whole bus to themselves. I mean, hey, Easy. I know a lot of people who would enjoy that. Exactly. We need, um, we need buses and trains, and we need to run them off of nuclear, solar, and wind power. Yes. And yes. they need to be oh uh, better scheduled. Oh, yeah, we need to massively expand the number of them and their efficiency. I don't, I don't know if I ever told you guys, but I fucking love trains. Yeah, trains are I, I, I ride a train every single day to work. 
Damn, I, train's awesome. I love it. I did it when I lived in Atlanta, too. I rode the MARTA every day. Fuck buses. Fuck planes. Trains is where it's I at. think that... I think buses are fine. They just need to, like... When I lived in Atlanta, I took a bus one time. And the only reason it went to the location I wanted it to was luck. I had... <laughs> when I was looking at this schedule and where all the buses were going to, like, looking at them, I had no fucking clue where they were going. They didn't... They were not descriptive at all. And I didn't know where I was. I just happened... I just asked this lady. I was like, does this bus go to this place? And she's like, I think. And I'm like, well, <laughs> let me just get on and put all my faith Possibly. in it. Possibly. And by dumb luck, it got me where I wanted to be. And I was just... I was entirely shocked. <laughs> so, yeah, we need to make uh, bus stuff clearer. So, I don't know where they go. But, yeah, we need to massively... Um, expand all that stuff, make it more efficient, and yeah, then everybody will do it, and there'll be there'll be very very little need for anybody to have their own personal vehicle, except for the one bus everyone will be assigned. <laughs> I need to make that very clear that everyone gets a whole bus. But are they like interchangeable? Like, what if my bus is taking someone else? No, no, no. That nobody will ever be in your bus but you. Ooh. Okay. And obviously, you can like give up your bus if you like have a family or like something you want to like. Oh, I just need one bus with a whole. Can family. I trade my bus for a train though? No. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Trains can't just go is anywhere. To me. You have to understand that. Mm. Unless we were to, so if we were to completely get rid of personal vehicles, then we could turn every street in America into like a trolley car lane, which is basically a, a, a train. It's not the best parts of a train, but in a bus. Hmm. And then you could just take the trolley everywhere. You know what I would prefer? I would prefer just a rail a railgun system. Wait, a rail wait, 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 a what? I jump in my railgun and I get shot to wherever the hell I'm trying to go. Okay, and how do you live? I or mean, is that not the goal? I mean <laughs> oh, okay. So living through this see I thought about this. Have you seen we've all seen the, the remake of Speed Racer, right? Oh, no. I just watched it the other day. <laughs> Now, when those cars crash, yeah. they get enveloped in some weird, like, bubbly goo or whatever. That is true. That is true. This and it, thing that doesn't and when their car yet. explodes or gets bent in half or whatever, they just bounce on out. So, that's, a, <laughs> that's my plan. That's a good movie, by the way. It is a good also, movie. Also, a deeply anti-capitalist movie and mm. a very strong um, commentary by the Wachowskis on why they think capitalism can ruin art. So, I think anyone yeah. who finds what I just said interesting should go watch the movie Speed Racer. Damn right. If you also like uh, beautiful colors and cinematography, you should yes. also watch that movie. It will be kind of off-putting for some because they, they did composite um, photography so that it, it would actually look like an animated show but in live action. But once you get past that, it's an amazing movie. Or, I want to say amazing. It is very good and I had fun watching it. I think it's a little, I think it's about 20 minutes too long. But I think other than that, it's a great movie, and people should watch it. Especially one of the hosts of this show who has no input right now, because he's an idiot who hasn't seen it. I was going to say, Marcus's idea of the the railgun idea is not as crazy as it sounds at first glance. Thank because you. back in the 60s and 70s, an uh, 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 international coalition of scientists was trying to find cheaper ways to put things into space. And one of the things they came up with was called Star Trams. And StarTram would have been a high-speed rail system that just didn't have an end, basically. Or it did have it did have an end. It had a very terminal ending to it. <laughs> and the idea was you use maglev technology to accelerate a, 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 a piece of cargo. That was the first stage. Was we're going to shoot inanimate stuff into space first using this, and it would accelerate up a ramp, and they build it outside of a mountain, basically. And when it gets to the top, it would just fling off of the end at a super high speed right up into orbit. Hmm. I mean, did they have a rocket strapped to the end? No, no, it would have yes. been, been a dummy system. Yes, but this can't get you from New York to Chicago. This gets you from New York to Jupiter. Mm -hmm. Well, the second <laughs> stage would have been a longer track that went even that, that accelerated. It went to a higher top speed, but went there, got there like more slowly. Essentially, it sped up slower to let humans survive the transition from the ground into a low atmosphere. And they did say it could have it could have increased travel times by a lot. 
Yeah, and then they all realized they were out of cocaine. And <laughs> <laughs> had to go find some more. Don't you crap on my train. But my favorite train is the Soviet jet train. They never actually built it, like except for like a like a like a, a four hundred I think meter stretch. But it was a train with two jet turbines on the back, uh, on a very fixed track. And the plan was we are going to fucking blow these goddamn turbines up and accelerate this train like a two hundred miles an hour. Damn. Wow. Did, I'll take that. Did you guys see um fuck what was it called Snowpiercer? Yes. Mm-hmm. How'd you like that train? That train's hot. <laughs> that train is it's it's got some it's got some work that it needs to get through. I don't remember if it was a drill on front or a jet, but I just remember it being very visually appealing to me. The outside anyway. <laughs> Not the turmoil going on within the innards. Yeah, the inside was a little bit rough. I mean that's why you gotta be up front, you know, first class. I think that maybe. movie's a little overrated though. Really? It, 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 it is. Yeah, I, I think it's overrated. Because when it no, first came out, that? everyone was like, oh, it was like the best. The people were like, oh, this might be the best movie of the year. And I watched Who it, and I was that? like, it's good. But, like, I don't know. I was never I saw that. it for free at some random place. <laughs> wow, Marcus, well, you get it. You live a fantastic life where you think it's just happening. I know. You. <laughs> <laughs> you must understand this. Yeah. So, but yeah. Okay, so the point of this podcast... The whole point of this episode is that Speed Racer is a great movie, and Snowpiercer mm-hmm. is overrated. And that's the official stance of all three Illinials. That's right. I mean, seal of approval. I don't have any strong feelings towards Snowpiercer. I thought it was a fine movie, but like not like mind blowing. Exactly, overrated. And I need to see Star. I need to see uh, Speed Racer. <laughs> Star Racer. <laughs> Star Racer. <laughs> the uh, sequel. Wait, hold obviously. on now. We got an idea here, boys. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, the, the whole fun fact: the cast of that movie actually wanted to make a sequel, but the pe- public of America did not. <laughs> movie movie did not make what? a lot of money. Um, but that's, yeah, it's that's a great too bad. Movie. Yes, very anti-capitalist. Everyone, everyone who likes this podcast should go watch it. Okay, um, I'll check it. I will check it out. I promise. Good. That's right. It's, uh, it's good. It's our next movie review. <laughs> yes. <laughs> our next episode. Hell yeah. Very um, topical, very relevant when, film. When is our endgame review going to come out? It already has. <laughs> oh, it did? Oh, oh, I never saw it. I didn't see the tweet about it. I thought you were just giving up. No, I, t- I posted it. I posted <laughs> okay. it. And the edit was too good. Some fucking rubes listened to it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that you would have just given up and been like, you know what? This Is it worth it? I like, the- you'll be like Thanos. You'll be like, what did it cost? Everything. <laughs> was it worth it? Everything. I thought the viewers would say that it was an hour and 51 minutes and think, this isn't worth it. Wow, you got it down to an hour and 51. I feel like we talked for four hours. Went on for a while. <laughs> and I did actually, the power yes. went out halfway through the editing process, so I lost all my edits. You gotta use that control S, my dude. I know, but I went back and did it all again because I, I value... Uh, Everyone, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Except for the rich, they can go die in a fucking fire. Yeah, fuck the rich. If you listen to this um, podcast, like a hundred thousand dollars a year, go die, guys. I'm gonna say something <laughs> right now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something very honest. It has gotten so hot in the room that I'm in. I've gone a little stir crazy, and oh. I've I've lost my thread of this podcast. <laughs> I do, in fact, have terrible swamp nuts right now. Yes, I have wow. swamp everything. It's bad. Marcus, you hot? I am hot. I'm a little sweaty, but I'm also well insulated, so... Yeah, I have swamp earlobes right now, so... So it's probably time to end the podcast. Yeah, guys, if you're listening to this, <laughs> listen to it in a well-ventilated, cool room with fans, if you're living where we yes. are. Some places in America cold, probably feels very nice right now. A cold sweet tea. Ooh, like Antarctica. That's not America. But we do have oh, worldwide well, listeners, I guess. It's I not America yet. Right. Or it's not America yet. Sorry, fuck. <laughs> God true. damn it. I should, <laughs> Shit. I should have said America anyway. So, Antarctica is not Antarctica yet. Fuck. <laughs> I don't see anyone planting a flag that says Antarctica on it. Uh, so. Well, clearly we're all dying from heat strokes, so yeah. Yes. <laughs> Alright, I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. 
I'm Seth on Twitter, at Life of Seth. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before. You can check out his episodes. He has a podcast called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling in the movement of the South. So if you like that, go check it out. Uh, my name is Rogus. Find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. You did our art. Well. He did our art. I Who also cares? did the art. Shut up. He did our art. I get it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. You can lead a horse water, but you can't make get under it. Fuck. Uh, I can't remember. Kevin Durant. Um, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, the movie First Reformed. Um, watch Speed Racer. Yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've talked trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. From New Orleans to New York, that's the those podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.